Welcome to Blondes and Business, a luxury beauty business coaching podcast. We are here to give salon and spa owners the gift of time, money, and freedom. Well, hello. Hope you're having a beautiful day so far. We are excited to be bringing a topic that is near and dear to so many people's hearts inside of this industry. You know, I think education is one of the key backbones to creating an amazing salon company and helping to produce some thriving stylists and service providers inside of our industry. Mm-hmm. So today is going to be all about mastering your master's program. Yes, you've heard it right. We're going to really be diving in deep into creating a training program that's going to set you up for success as a salon company and also your trainees up for success. So at the end of the day, when the program uh, ends, everyone feels like it's a win-win situation and that you're truly in the business of growing beautiful people. Yes, I love that. And so, you know, speaking of growing beautiful people, I think that that is, you know, the key secret sauce in having um, an exceptional master's program is to really think about, you know, how are we going to bring on the right people um, that are going to be the perfect fit for our master's program, you know? And so I think really, you know, step one to having the, the most amazing master's program possible is really just hiring the right people. And so you might be thinking to yourself, well, how do I know if they're the right people or not? (laughs) You know, and we actually have a really cool uh, free resource on, um, you can find it under our assets uh, button on our social media highlights, or you can also find it on our website, thephdprogram.com. But it really dives into, you know, uh, some great interview questions to just to determine if somebody is in what light of life, as we like to call it, you know, and so are they in the green lights of life or the yellow or the red lights of life? And, you know, we don't use this as a tool for judgment, but more for just assessment to see like, hey, you know, you really inside of a master's program, you're helping the able be more able. And so how do we find able people so that we can help make them more able? So if they're not able to move forward or, you know, do anything like that, then, hey, doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means they're not going to be the right fit for our master's program. And that's okay. They're going to go on to find a beautiful career somewhere else. Um, But really nailing that interview and hiring the right people, I think, is step one to mastering your master's program. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that lens and we like to call that our pH, a perfect hire. And, you know, one thing you can always do do too, is think about someone that you've hired. Maybe they're currently in your training program or they've been in your training program. Like how did they show up? Someone that you really love that did exceptional things um, during your training program. How did they show up? What did they look like? Like what was their language? Like how did they dress? Because I think if you can paint that crystal clear picture of exactly what your brand image is and exactly who you want to bring on board, that helps to um, eliminate any questions or any resistance when it comes to being, oh, I'm not sure. They look like a great person. I think I might give them a try. I'm not sure. I don't know about you, but I've been there before. It's like, oh, it's a 50-50 for me. But like you want to create so much certainty in your hiring program that there's no more 50-50. It's like I'm 100% certain that this person is going to be a great fit for our culture. They're going to be a great fit for our training program. And I think that's when you really grow and prosper. 
Totally. I love that. You know, and, and still when you do find that perfect pH balance, I love that you call it the pH, the perfect tire. Uh, when you find that perfect pH balance, you know, occasionally life is going to happen and we just know, hey, statistically, we're not going to keep every single person that we hire and that we bring through our training program. And that is okay. It's just making sure that we're protecting our culture and really, you know, empowering a positive place um, so that people can grow and thrive and, and have amazing careers. And so once you've mastered that hiring portion, you know, the next step is really creating an exceptional experience when you're going through the onboarding process. And so, um, you know, maybe you have worked at a company over time uh, where you've you've had some sort of a formal onboarding process or maybe um, you have not. And either way, that's OK, I think. Um Years ago, I worked at Dillard's in the shoe department, and uh, it was when I was headed to cosmetology school. And I remember sitting in this little back office and watching all these videos from 20 years before <laughs> and thinking, um, you know, it kind of smells like dust in here. And, um, you know, I it's hard to relate to these videos, but I really still took away a lot of valuable information. And honestly, I can still remember to this day, um, some of the stuff on the videos, like, you know, if somebody brings you a pair of shoes, you should find them another one like it and take it out to them. And, you know, it's stuff like that, that I would have never thought about. But, you know, I was excited about that position. And I, I loved working there. I loved I love shoes. I still love shoes. Um, so it, it was a perfect natural fit. Um, but really creating some sort of a formal, um, you know, onboarding process is such a key element to having a prosperous company. You know, it can kind of set that that foundation for your gold promise and really help expand somebody's ideas and knowledge as it comes to, you know, selling in, in every part of your company you're selling, whether you're selling the values or the products or the mission or whatever it is, it, it all comes down to that selling. And so that onboarding process is one of the keys to creating that foundation and to, to giving somebody some, some added bonuses right away uh, to know how to show up well in your environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the greatest human need is for people to feel important. So during that onboarding process, like what are the little elevated opportunities that you can really put in place to make somebody, your new hire, feel super special on day one? And remember, you know, I think one of the most riskiest things that you can do is throw a new person into the fishbowl and say, good luck. Hope it works out for you. It's <laughs> like to really love on them from an extraordinary way where they feel like, wow, I've never felt like this working at any other place place. And maybe it could be their first job, but like, wow, I didn't know that working could be this fabulous. And so, you know, thinking about having an onboarding gift for them, where if they're going through the training program, maybe it's a mannequin, maybe it's a branded bag, maybe it's a branded t-shirt. It's going to be a thank you. Thank you for choosing us a card in their notebook. Maybe it's their favorite candy or their favorite coffee. So I think the your first impressions really help them to see the elevated co-created experience that you create for your guest. And that in turn helps them to visualize, hey, wow, this I really made the right choice. Because when someone knows they made the right choice, they are 100% in. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is a beautiful vision that you just created for, for what an exceptional experience could look like when you're onboarding, you know, and you might be thinking to yourself, hey, that could cost me a, a ton of money if I was to do all of that. And really, wherever you're at inside of your your 
journey as a salon owner, just start wherever you're at. If it's something small, like getting a favorite candy and a card, that is a wow factor. Most people have never experienced something like that, you know, and then as you grow, maybe you can add on things like, um, you know, letting them be able to try some of your products. So maybe they get to take home a shampoo conditioner. Um, you know, that's something that we love to include in our onboarding gifts is, you know, they're, they get to pick out a new shampoo, conditioner, styling product, and then something from our makeup or skincare line. And it's great because then, you know, a lot of times if it's somebody who's fresh out of school, you know, maybe they haven't even tried some of the products that you carry in your space. And so to get them to experience it, well, then, you know, they understand why you love it and why you, you know, choose that brand for all of your guests, you know, so it just helps them feel like, gosh, I fit in here right away. You know, um, they already are are creating this exceptional experience and, um, you know, it, it just makes it feel incredible. So those are some great ways to elevate that, but then also giving them some fun little nuggets in the beginning is great. Of course, you're going to want them to know some, some of your history, you know, your mission statement, your heartbeats, um, and really fully understand those. But then also, you know, giving them a few little um, nuggets right away in the beginning about, you know, if somebody's within five feet of you, be sure, you know, to smile and to say hello. If they're within 10 feet of you. Make sure you still smile and, and make eye contact with them. You know, it's little things like that that really do, you know, help elevate people as human beings. And they start to see, wow, this is a you know, this place is unlike any other place that I've been before. I see why the guests love it, why the team loves it. You know, I can really see a big vision here. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, one thing that I think works really well for us too is um, when someone comes and it's their first week is not have them spend a six to eight hour shift with you on day one or day two, because it's a lot of new data, a lot of new information, and they can come from a place of being overwhelmed. So, you know, to shorten those shift, I think there's power in shortness and a shift, especially when they're new. So think about that too. Maybe it's a three or four hour shift of going through, like Lindsay was saying, the heartbeats. And maybe on the second day, it's like, what are your two power pieces? What are the two parts of your gold promise that you need to implant into them right away? So maybe it is your signature shampoo. For us, it's our signature shampoo and our brand language. Like we want, mm -hmm. we want, we want them to get to know that right away. So after we've given them our why, our heartbeats, then we're going to really start working with them. But we're never just going to really toss them to the wolves and say, good luck, get back there and start highlighting with that educator um, because it mm -hmm. can create chaos for the guest. It creates chaos for the educator and it creates chaos for uh, the new uh, trainee as well. Yes. Such a, such a good point to make, Jen, you know, and, um, and so to really defining what that map looks like for the associate, I think is, is a key thing, especially, um, you know, when you've reached the stage where you don't just have one associate trainer anymore, there's multiple teammates that are in that role of associate educator. Um, you know, I think having that map so that everybody is creating that same experience and so that everybody, you know, kind of has the same expectations and understandings really does just help, you know, relieve um, a lot of you know, unknown stress that, that we would carry not knowing, Hey, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And so when you can define that and then create that map that people are just able to walk down it, you know, that it's heading in the right direction. And so once you've kind of gone through that onboarding process, you know, I think another key element is to 
to have someone experience, you know, working on your guest experience team or as a hospitality host, whatever you might call that position um, in your your salon or spa company, um, you know, to where it's like that front desk role where they're checking people in and out, you know, and your with your branded language and, you know, really understanding what that hospitality role is and how, you know, they get to serve guests in that, in that way. And, you know, I think there's lots of powerful things that happen there. One of them is, you know, they gain a lot more confidence because, you know, our goal is for them to, after two weeks of being inside of the salon, we don't ever want this to happen, but we want them to feel like, hey, if I was the only one here right now, I would be confident to do a lot of the things that need to happen around here. So we want them to to know the basics of it. We don't ever want that to necessarily be their story, but if it was, we want them to feel that confident. It's just about that feeling, um, you know, and so... So going through the hospitality role is huge. And the other part that it can give them back to is, you know, if the front desk ever makes a mistake on their books or on a ticket or something like that, they're a lot more understanding because they know how many hats that front desk team is wearing um, in that role. And so they're like, you know what? I totally get it. Like mistakes happen. It's, it eliminates any frustration. I know um, at points in my career, I have you know, witnessed that before where people can get frustrated with um, somebody on the guest experience hospitality host team. And, um, you know, just remembering how all encompassing that role is just kind of helps make them understand that a lot better. So I love keeping that in our associate, like in our, in our master's program um, for our associates to be able to learn and feel confident in that space as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So we've kind of gotten that the perfect first couple weeks in. And so you're probably thinking, well, you know, we've heard different things. How long should a training program be? What's the magic number? And is it four months? You know, back in the day when I started, it was like, I felt like 20 years, I think sometimes. And <laughs> and so this is just, a, in my opinion, and I'm sure it's similar to Lindsay's too, is that I think sometimes there is so much power and them just having their hands and hair so much that if you really create that space for them, a four to six month time frame is a beautiful place for them to start growing rapidly. And mm -hmm. I think once they get past that six mark time frame, they actually get a little bored. And mm -hmm. your educator usually gets a little bored with them as well. You know, I've experienced that being an educator as well. So like you want to make sure that you have that crystal clear map to like a training program career map, just like you do for your service providers is like, hey, this is what your expectations are at at um, month one, level one in the mm -hmm. training program. This is what your expectations are at level two or month two, whatever you may call it. And so like really having that certainty so they know exactly what their ex expectations and requirements of, of them helps them show up in a much better place too. Yeah, I love that. And it's almost like you can hit that overrun stage where you're like, I mean, it's like almost like if you were like a baby bird and you were learning to fly and your mom was like, calm down, <laughs> you know, like don't, you, you can't go above, you know, 10 feet in the air. And you're like, but I know I can go to 50, you know, like you don't want them to hit that space where they're, they're feeling like they're pushed back down and they're stifled. And so I love that you said, you know, that is the spot, that sweet spot um, to where they really can fly. And, you know, they have the confidence to do so because, you know, they've, they've, 
gotten to experience so much together um, with their associate educator that they know, hey, if this happens, I can handle it. If this happens, I can handle it. Um, and so it really does give you that confidence to uh, move forward and and to fly and 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 really experience some amazing things. And so having that mapped out during that time, because of course they're going to be working hands on hair right away. Um, you know, like Jen said, we love to have that, you know, signature sh- shampoo um, really locked down quick in their associate training. So week one, week two, um, you know, we want them to be confident in, in giving an amazing shampoo right away. So they're doing that and then helping with blow drying, helping with every single part, except for the cutting portion. Um, you know, and then, and really that truly is what's going to build that confidence. And, you know, it's going to create that, um, that really great synergy with the associate trainer and the associate, um, because they're, they're going to, you know, kind of rely on each other to create an incredible day. And then they're also going to have the opportunity to see what's truly possible with their numbers and on their books and the people that they serve. And it's going to be a wildly different experience from what they had in school um, or wherever they came from before. And so um, I think that that is a, a really great spot to, to really, truly create some amazing synergy. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that lens on there. You mentioned them seeing their own clients or having their own books too. And mm-hmm. I think that's one vertical to view as well as like, you know, I believe that after 30 days and they have your service standards down, it's okay to open up their books. And I know a lot of you are probably freaking out right now, <laughs> but you know, I just, sometimes it's okay to let go and, you know, just let them experience because it's the only way that they're going to learn is, um, mm-hmm. is, through lessons. And if something doesn't go right, pull that lesson from the guest experience and see how you can you be better and elevate it next time. So I just feel like the the people that we're hiring now are ready to get their hands in here right away. So they want to be able to practice and be able to start utilizing the tools um, just like a big, beautiful bird would fly away. Like they want to start utilizing those tools right away. So, and I would also say too, was like, well, how do you get from month one? Or how do you know that the uh, training program only needs to be four months or six months? So a hot tip would be like, have productivity goals or service goals, just like you would for your career map for your service providers, maybe at month one or level one in your training program, maybe it's there at 40% productivity on their opportunity day that they're going to get in that four week time frame after being there. And maybe their service sales are usually like $1,200 or, you know, $800. You'd have to do some reverse engineering on the math to figure out what's possible. Um, but, you know, that's how someone that gives them the freedom to know, hey, I really have the skills I can get out of this, not get out, but I can transfer, transform into the level one when, if I can do it in four months by hitting these goals or these requirements. Yeah. And, and, you know, it sets them up for a career of success. It doesn't allow any bad habits to, to grow and blossom inside of anyone, you know, and it's not like people then sit around and wait for the busy bus to show up. It's, they are creating that busy bus. It's showing up all the time because they're working together with someone who is experiencing, you know, around 90% productivity and they know what that feels like and they see, Hey, this is great. And I've got a team of people that can support me around me and, you know, can pull some really great information from everyone around me. 
You might also be thinking, hey, how am I going to get all the education in that we need in four to six months? And, um, you know, a lot of it's going to happen with hands and hair and and working together, you know, and, and I think then you also would want to have a yearly education calendar that then could support um, whatever additional tools, you know, are necessary for your team to thrive. And so, you know, for us at, uh, you know, level three and below, we have in-house education, uh, a great calendar. Once you, you know, graduate from that level, then it's your choice, which in-house education you attend, unless we bring in an artist, which we bring in several a year. But, um, at that stage, you know, we, we know, Hey, we're going to work on, uh, makeup applications or, um, short haircuts or formal styles, or, you know, balayage, whatever your key services are, you know, come up with a list of 12 to have throughout the year so that, you know, we're getting those foundational things locked in. You know, I think uh, when we did our education survey for 2023, one of people's favorite classes was um, when one of our service providers, so it's, you know, all led by other teammates who are great in different areas, which is super fun because you get lots of great perspective. And every single person on our team got some sort of a shout out for a class that they did in our survey, which is always exciting. Um, But one of the favorites too was when um, we did a vivid colors class and they got to do some stuff on swatches And, you know, it was like really locking in a lot of things that they knew to be true, but then seeing it um, was just, you know, transformational for a lot of people. So having that education calendar for the year that then can support the additional um, tools that you you might not have the opportunity to teach or you might inside of your um, master's program is going to be a key for sure. Um, yeah, and I think another opportunity is, in addition to the skill set classes, the you know mindset classes as well as you know mm-hmm. being new. A lot of times, the the biggest gift that you can give someone is helping them grow their confidence. Is you know working with new um, people in our industry. You know, they're they're a lot of times they're just they have that uncertainty about themselves. So just including some classes of having you know one on one growth sessions with them each month, just like you would a service provider, mm-hmm. um, or having a leader perform that you know uh, growth opportunity is our growth session with them as well, I think is also good. And just having like we do a um, money and mindset class to really start mm-hmm. teaching them about financing, um, helping them to understand retirement in the very beginning. I mean, Lindsay said this before, but wouldn't it be beautiful as salon owners if we taught our industry how to be millionaires when they retired? I mean, I mm-hmm. think that's the difference that we can make in this world is giving people that knowledge. And I feel like it's never too early to give someone that knowledge. I love that, Jen. You know, and we also have that complimentary uh, resource available. If you would love a copy of our retirement calculator, um, feel free to go to our social media, go to our website. You can find a free download there. Um, and it really is amazing. It really opens up so much when you're you're not just hiring, you're retiring and it feels like a beautiful ecosystem and, and you know the impact that you're making. Um, and so does your team. They they can feel that the the super high exchange that they're in. And so they want to do great things because they know you're doing great things for them in return. So um, you know, once you've gotten someone to the stage where they are graduating from the associate program, you know, it really can present an amazing opportunity for what's next, you know, and I think Jen, you have a really cool program inside of your uh, salon company that you do for your new graduates. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we do. A, we call it our mentorship. Um, so we have, when someone graduates, we still 
buddy them up with a mentor or one of our educators. So they still have that connection point with them once a week. Because, you know, when you work with the educator, you go from being very productive to being level one, there's going to be some more holes of opportunity when it comes to productivity. So still being able to have that connection point with that buddy or that mentor to, you know, it takes 10,000 hours, they say, to be a master of your craft. So to keep designing and working on the master of your craft, I think um, really just gives someone that extra support, that extra love, um, and helps them to really showcase what's possible. Yeah, that's incredible. And, um, you know, I think it's just amazing what having that little touch point at the end can just feel like, okay, I really am anchoring in even more. And I think that's truly, it's like, if you think about, you know, one of the life cycles that I talk about with a, with a new team member is, you know, when you start school, you think, um, you know, you're so excited when you walk in and then you start learning all these things and you're like, wait, I didn't know I was going to have to know nail diseases and disorders (laughs) and skin diseases and disorders and all this stuff, you know, and chemistry and math and, you know, all this stuff. And you're like, I just came to do hair. I just came to be a massage therapist, or I just came to, you know, do whatever. And, and then you're like, okay, I see why I need this, you know, and, and then your confidence is low when you first start performing services. And then towards the end of school, you're like, I know it all. I can't wait to get out of here. I need to get out of here, you know? And then as soon as you graduate, you're like, bam, it's like you hit a brick wall. You're like, wait, did I learn anything in school? I don't know that I did. And the truth is you did. You learned amazing things, you know, and, and truly that's what having a master's program um, does is it helps bridge that gap between school and career and really anchors in all of those lessons. They see how it's working in the real world. Um, you know, the, the, the guest um, experience is different than in most cosmetology schools. And it really does just help them master that um, so that they do have that confidence. And then Jen, like you said, it just takes 10,000 hours and then you're really a master at it. And so, you know, I think that there's, it's, it is just a fun fun ride and a fun journey to be on. And it is just such a, you know, it's like, it's like infancy and parenthood, you know, it's like one of the most fun and special times because that, you know, when they're in the master's program, it's just fun to see how many light bulb moments they're getting and, and how much, um, how many wins are getting and, and just what all is sinking in. And so it is just such a beautiful opportunity to get to serve in an amazing way inside of our, our industry when you are offering um, a master's program, especially when it's incredible and it's a win, win, win for everybody. Awesome. All right, guys. So remember, it all goes down to hiring the perfect person, the PH, the perfect hire, creating an incredible onboarding week, setting up classes, having a career map, creating even something extra special for them once they complete the training program. And when you have all those verticals in place, that's when magic happens. And that's where you have people knocking down your door to be part of your training program because word spreads fast. And when that one person has that great experience, they're going to tell all of their friends about it. Awesome. If you took something great away today, we'd love for you to introduce us to one of your salon or spa owning friends. Um, Maybe they would have the exact same experience as you. And we look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into Blondes and Business Luxury beauty business podcast.
If you got some great value out of today's podcast, please send it to one of your friends that is also a salon or spa owner. And if you have any ideas for a future topic or somebody that would be a great addition to our show, go ahead and send us an email. Hello at the phcprogram.com. Send us a DM. Review this podcast today. Let us know your thoughts. We would love to hear from you. We look forward to seeing you again next time.